Shredheads, waxheads, kooks and barnies, corn rinses and vortex shamans, high priests of the cone zone, holy women of the monstro orb. It's time to pack your sleds, your fishing rods, your camping gear and your froth bucket. Chuck it in the wagon, point the thing for Waves Campground Crescent Head, because this October 21 to 23, the first annual Swellness Summit, presented by Greenlight is going down. It's a weekend of surfing connection, brotherhood and sisterhood of learning, listening, and their transference of wisdom from all corners of the surfing experience. The goal of the weekend is to arm you with the knowledge and the tools to make good choices, healthy choices, choices that benefit yourself and others to reconnect with the natural world and even improve your surfing. Once there, you'll experience the regenerative, the regenerative, the regenerative, fuck, the, the regenerative powers of meditation with a three-time world champion and all-time froth lord, Tom Carroll. You'll practice the martial arts techniques behind Brad Gerlach's wave key. You'll learn of resilience and mental fortitude from the Swellian Queens, Jody Cooper and Pauline Mensah. And you'll pick up tips on permaculture and sustainable farming with Asher Pacey and Jarrah Tutton. Richie Vass will be there teaching discipline, self-defense techniques, and Johnny Gannon and others will be loading up the body if you want to get fit as well. Telling you, it's that and a whole lot more. We'll be doing giant Wim Hof workshops. Wait till you get a room full of 40 people on the Wim Hof program. Fully in, let it go. You'll never feel the same. You will just be buzzing out of your skin. We'll have ice bars on hand. Live bands absolutely shredding. DJs kicking us into the night. Fucking oath, there will be dancing and a good old-fashioned send because it is a Swellian event after all. The Swellian Summit is a gathering of the tribe. We're going to load you up on the mana that you can take with you for the rest of your life to make good, healthy living a priority and hopefully share that wisdom that you've gained with other people in your hometowns. The inaugural Swellness Summit, presented by Greenlight, will take place this October 21 to 23. Tickets are available at theswellians.com. Get on it. They're selling fast. We'll see you there, Swellians and Swelliettes. Eat. Pray. Cone. Uh, Tom, thanks for joining us, mate. Uh, how have you been? What's, what's news from That's your world? Good. My world, I just came back from uh, five days in Japan uh, where I, I was, I was uh, fortunate enough to show half of a photo exhibition that I showed 2017, a whole bunch of photos that I shot, um, just a little selection of them that I shot um, just jumping around the planet uh, in between 1980 and 85 uh, in just a little exhibition in Tokyo with Quicksilver, um, and which was really cool. It turned out oh, much better than what I ever thought. And then my good friend Masatoshi Ono. Mahono, oh, yes, the Japanese current. He's a legend, legend. He's like 
beautiful surfer, beautiful human being. He he has his mental health days called Fun the Mental, <laughs> which wow. I took part took part in two thousand nineteen, and it was so successful. He's, he go, and then all of a sudden the the pandemic happened. Mm. So that sort of shoved it all off to the side for a moment. They and then this year is super enthusiastic to pull it to pull it off and. Uh, and I was able to get a visa and and be a part of it, and it was was bigger than ever. And the local city, they're so positive about that uh, growing the day. The whole it was really lovely. Got to meet the mayor of Shimoda, and uh, he was it was it's incredible how um, I felt the whole place was ready to open up um, its arms. And I think which is incredible. Like, in Japan's very a really special culture mm. to me, and uh, the Japanese themselves, you know, uh, you know, very. It's a very old culture, but within its within itself, it's still sort of coming out into the world. And uh, uh, but it was so beautiful there. They just loved surfing. They they all surf. Like no one doesn't surf who can't. Like just everyone goes out. And they'll surf anything, anything mm. from like one tiny, like can't imagine. They're all out there sitting and just enjoying the ocean together. And that's no, yeah, it's pretty pretty amazing. They'll actually sometimes surf too big a surf for themselves and their, their abilities. I've had to, I mean, back in the 80s, we used to we had to pull out some crew thought they, their eyes were a bit bigger than their body um, <laughs> out, of, out of typhoon soils. Wow. Kind of say, yeah, they just absolutely – when we got to them, they'd actually given up. They'd given themselves completely to the ocean. But um, but they uh, – that was just a lovely connection over there and the whole day was epic. Oh, um, man, that's so interesting. Mm, this mm. like uh, this upwelling, this collective consciousness that's mm. developed in surfing, um, mm. you know, it's Masatoshi's program, Fundamental – uh, yeah. is, is so so similar to swellness and that's correct yeah correct man, what do you make of this mm. I mean I, I guess Timothy Leary's quote about surfers being the throwaheads of mankind is is getting truer and truer by the second <laughs> yeah. yeah well how can you not when you when you get so much from nature well it's funny I'm saying from nature we are nature so Fully. we join ourselves in with the ocean get thrown around a bit pinned on the reef or sand or whatever um, feel it, feel it. Okay, well, I'm nothing. That is the best. We actually come out feeling better within ourselves. I mean, I know it sounds wacko, but that's the best place for us to be <laughs> to get that sensation. When we're on land, we get caught up in ourselves and we think we're king and da 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 da, and all sorts of things happen. <laughs> it's completely haywire. <laughs> so. Uh, not saying the ocean's the only place because we use mountains. We can move in and around nature. We can actually join in together as a collective and and actually, like we do in meditation, we we get a sense of who we truly are. And so then we can all join in at that level, which is incredible. So uh, hence it being such a beautiful way to do it. And that, that's what I was doing there at the fundamental. I give a, a meditation on the beach and it's just open to whoever it's not a, a it's not an involuntary thing it's not like oh you have to do it it's just whoever turns up and 
it always surprises me how many crew turn up to do it. At 11 a.m., by, by the way, it's not an early one. It's in the middle of the beach and there's noise and things going on and it's just a beautiful thing to share. And even through the barrier of, of language, our, you know, our languages, it still gets through very clearly. So everyone gets it. It's wonderful. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's so mm. cool. And, I mean, we'll be mm. getting you to do something very similar mm. at Swellness, which is mm. I'm super mm. excited about. It. I've been doing a few of your mm. meditations on Instagram. I, mm. I also love the ones uh, where, where you start with some of the breath work. I think it's like pranayama or, or yoga nidra, and it, it really yes. puts you in this quite calm place before the meditation even begins. Um, can you talk to us a bit about the, the science uh, behind that, that kind of practice, what you know of it? Well, with breath, we can actually influence uh, the chemical makeup of the body at that time. Uh, we can influence it to to settle down and come particularly and, and, and actually bring us into what they call a rest and digest state, which is uh, through the only access through the parasympathetic nervous system being activated. Whereas if we're shallow breathing up in the top, unconsciously shallow breathing because because it's one of those autonomic nervous system movements which is the the breath and you know the heartbeat yeah so many things going on in this 37 trillion cells in our body doing its thing and uh you know uh, uh, that we're not even we're not even consciously aware of it's just doing its thing balancing up but we can influence it by actually sort of becoming conscious of acting on the breath and using the breath to actually turn that on. And it's accessed through the belly, uh, breathing down in with the diaphragm and you know, extending down in there. Whereas if we're stressed and, and we're in fight, flight or freeze, we, we don't turn that on. We actually come back up and breathe shallow breaths up into the, up into the chest and the shallow, short, shallow breathing and, and all, and it's meant to happen only just for a short time. Now, if we're, creating a stress overload in our life, which we tend to do. We love stress. Uh, we sort of grip onto it like we grip onto things and attach to it really quickly, and it sort of grips into the system. It tends to sort of pull us out of um, into into fight, flight, or freeze, mm-hmm. a very subtle one to start off with, So, and it's undetected, and it goes on, we go unconscious. So this pattern of sort of holding onto stress is quite powerful, and – so we said it going to the shallow breathing thing, and before we know it, we're not even anywhere near rest and digest. We're just sending a whole bunch of cortisol through the system through just getting ready and the adrenaline adrenaline's firing through us and we don't we're not even in we've got nothing to fight or flight in front of us. So that that, that actual mechanism in us is set to just fight or flight the situation we're in, and it's only ever only for a few moments maybe a couple of minutes at max, and then we come back to rest and digest. Mm. Now, that's if we're in fight or flight the whole day, you can imagine how tired we are. Oh, man. Yeah, smashed. Cortisol, yeah. I mean, cortisol is, mm. it's okay mm. in, in small amounts, but mm. it, it is mm. deathly in large amounts. You know, it's mm. carcinogenic. It, it cancels mm. serotonin. So cortisol mm. cancels mm. serotonin. You, you can't actually feel yeah. happiness if See, you're, you're overloaded with stress. So you'll just live... In a perpetual mm. state of irritability, 
anxiety, mm. depression, rage, um, mm. as long as you're letting that stress creep into your life. And that's mm. no existence, man. And it's unsurprising to see in our culture mm. where we're subject to so many artificial stresses, yeah. whether it be anything from financial pressure to traffic mm. to the lights that we're living under mm. and working under. Um, you know, people are just perishing mm. in these high cortisol, high stress states and leaning on, because we mm. don't have the tools, we lean on mm. drugs and alcohol mm. to, to, to self-medicate, which, which is, mm. you can see why people do that because that is the mm. option that our culture gives us. But man, it only makes you sicker. And, uh, you know. It's, it's, a, it's a funky old loop, isn't it? Isn't it? And, uh, the, um, and we see evidence of it everywhere. I mean, obviously, it, it's been so common in the uh, upper echelons of surfing mm. in recent years. It's, it's been heavy the last few years, mm. man. Uh, all the, the, mm. the top flight kind of guys from the era that I looked up to uh, who, who've done mm. it so tough and, 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 and some of whom mm. we've lost. Um, so, you know, all of this mm. is fed into why we're putting this event on, really. Mm. Yeah, it's a lovely idea. And so how we can influence it through um, utilising our a conscious, uh, you know, consciously utilising the tool of, of, if you want to call it a tool, but it's there the whole time, is, the, is our awareness of the breath and actually the utilising patterning of the, of the conscious breath work. Uh, and which is really, this is old. This is old technology. This is that's more relevant today than ever. But it's it's very old technology. It's like eight and a half thousand years old. So yeah. it's not. It's not like it's not like we're coming. Not like getting a new model iPhone. No, how good's when people call <laughs> right? these techniques new age? They're like, oh, look at these new yeah. age hippies. It's like me. It's like a nah, thousand years nah, old. Nah, nah. It's like it's that. It's 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 amazing how. We're, we're, so people have known this for a long time, and so and even through t- times of yeah, so stressful times are they they may be here today for you, and so we can actually allow ourselves to come to a breath practice, and that's what I do in the morning. I always sort of like to because quite often there's people who who are new are coming on the Instagram live, and that's how I sort of started it. But now I'm sort of two over two and a half years in. <laughs> Which kind of amazed me um, that uh, that I like to bring some breath pattern. I only only use two. There's pranayama, which is the Nadi um, Shodhana, and there's uh, then there's another style which is not it's not a pranayama, but it's 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 a it can be it's modelled from it because everything branches out of these particular practices. It's a it's a it's a sequencing of using a four-by-four four box breathing technique, and then there's a, a, a three-by-nine-by-six or three-by-six-by-nine. So that kind of kind of brings us into two parts of sort of settling the system before we open up to allowing um, the practice to sort of move into, allowing the body to settle into practice. So that – and we'll do some of that. That's no doubt about it. We'll, we'll get into – uh, you know, working with that during the event. Mm. Mm. I've been talking to yeah. a few of the guests at Swellness uh, mm. who will be there, mm. you know, Gurr and, and mm. Dingo so far, and, and they've both mm. stressed the importance of support networks in, in living mm. a, a healthy and happy life, and that's what this Swellness event will be. It'll be a lot of people. Uh, we're we're going to be pooling that energy mm. and that 
collective consciousness and, and doing the work together. But I'm interested to know, uh, you know, what are some of the support networks you've been a part of and, and why does coming together like we're about to do produce such powerful benefits? Mm. Well, the human organism uh, is is not um, of its own self by itself. It's not, but the only thing that actually separates it is is our thinking. Like our thinking, and especially highly stressed thinking, feels that we're looking at the world as being separate, and that's what waking state consciousness does. It it creates a separation, which so we can see at least we can kind of walk around a piece of furniture instead of bumping into it. That's what that's for, <laughs> really. And actually to be able to see something and keep ourselves safe from it or actually go towards something because it's making us froth, <laughs> right? So, but, it, you know, if we think we can sort of just go it alone on this planet, you can see how, how that turns out <laughs> in so many different ways. It doesn't. We don't all. We don't all too well. We really have to create a. If we if we if we want to actually just share the froth, I mean, and actually love. When you think about talk about love itself, which is if you ever get a chance to listen or read, uh, look up Albert Einstein's letter to his daughter, and you have to think that Albert Einstein's one of the probably the most evolved human being at that time, particularly. His science still stands up today. Mm. <laughs> At the time, they thought he was crazy, and that's what kind of happens when someone's more evolved. That they, they all, everyone thinks he's crazy. Totally. <laughs> they think they're crazy, right? So, um, love itself, it, it can only flourish if it's shared. Mm. And, and it can so, only it can only flourish if mm. you create the conditions for love as well. Mm. Correct, correct. So we're creating it by actually making connection. And so it's it's when we feel like we have no connection to people and so on, we sense to make it even more difficult for ourselves by making up that we're 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 separate, even more separate. So it goes back the other way, a perception of being separate. So uh, so important to be, uh, you know, I'm definitely one that went through that, thinking that I could go this whole life on my own. <laughs> but uh, fuck everyone, I can do this myself. <laughs> it's it's such a common mentality, isn't it? I mean, and, and it's yeah, like you look yeah. at our culture; it, it it fuels that separation identity. You know, mm, just through mm. alcohol, processed foods, uh, mm, class, mm. race, uh, all these mm. kind of uh, mm. ways to attach your identity to to something. Mm sense of separateness but man that, that that separateness you know as the Dalai Lama says you become a prisoner mm. of your own judgment like um, you know mm. it's really judgment is really a, often a sign of either a really supersized ego or the beginnings of sickness a lot of the time but, but we we but okay that's kind of for sure but it's it's uh, you know judgment can do, but we need to judge. We all judge. We need to judge. If we don't, if we don't have judge judgment, we we won't be able to know whether um, you know whether we can actually keep ourselves safe or not. Mm. So we need to be able to. Well, judgment is very important, and I'd say 
discernment's the best way to describe it. Mm. I guess, you know, having to refine our discernment as we evolve is to refine discernment, which is made just basically good judgment. Totally, um, yeah, well but, but we'll, Yeah, simply. And I think, yeah, because I used to go, oh, I, don't, I, don't, I just don't want to be judged. <laughs> and you're around all these people who just look at you, they're going, what the fuck are you doing, Tom? You're insane. I just don't want to be, and I'm going, I just don't want to be judged. But we care about, we love you, you're just insane. But I just don't want to be judged. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so I'm actually pushing everyone away uh, by saying I don't want to be judged. So be very careful about that. I think we're sensitive human beings, that's for sure. We're very incredibly sensitive and we're receivers of a whole bunch of information. Quite often we're not aware of anyhow, uh, but it comes in. And I think just becoming, just honouring that sensitivity and moving towards people who you feel safer with, mm. that's natural. That's a natural movement. But reach out. Whenever they even just practice reaching out, even when it makes no sense at all, like absolutely no sense. What do you mean? I don't need to. I don't really need to talk to anyone. Yeah, <laughs> it's I like mean, a view. that's a beauty. Is it full, full credit to to yourself? Uh, and, and we were talking to Dingo yesterday. You know, mm. just the ability of you guys to to, to be courageous enough to reach out and mm. put your hand up and 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 ask for help mm. and support. Um, it, it's not something that's really ingrained in male culture in, in our part of the world, anyway. To to be that kind of vulnerable, courageous person, but it will it will be an opportunity at this event. Just you know, we'll we'll, we'll be doing seminars and passing the mic out into the crowd um, to people who will have that opportunity to, you know, reach out and, and put their hand up and, and tell their story. Uh, and it will be just the sharing of story mm. and wisdom and tools for survival. Um, I guess one of the problems, though, whenever you're trying to put an event like this on or even encourage people to do this kind of work is that there always seems to be some kind of cynicism from a, a certain section of the community who's always saying, you know, oh, mm. it's just all peace, love and mung beans, man. And, um, mm. you know, it, but in reality, as you mentioned, Tom, like these are proven life-saving measures mm. uh, that mm. are thousands of years old, and in more recent times, mm. you know, they've proven to be life-saving for people who mm. who've lived that that hardcore lifestyle, mm. that the hard cunt, tube packing, street brawling, drug and alcohol addicted, like you know, people who've led heavily traumatic lives, mm. and mm. you know, from Dingo to Kobe to Hog to yourself, these methods have proven to be. Really, you know, the only way, you know, outside of say the, the pharmaceutical band aid approach, these seem to be the only ways mm. to, to make you feel good and connected. Um, you know, like mm. where would you be without these kinds of breath work, meditation, community connection, healthy eating? Where, where would you be without these methods that we're going to be practicing at Swellness? Well, I'd be disconnected. Uh, I wouldn't be as connected. I wouldn't have even had a chance to um, realise myself as being connected. So I was becoming less and less connected, more disconnected. The sense of disconnection, you know, the sen sensing that I'm disconnected. Both, I felt lost. <laughs> I felt um, literally split in two 
or split in many parts. And uh, I remember I just want I just wanted to. I just wanted to. It was funny. It's such an illusion. I wanted to find myself, <laughs> and so I was trying to find it in all the wrong places. And uh, trying to, and, and it's all a spiritual journey. Whether you're going that way or this way, you know, it's all a spiritual journey. You're a spiritual being, you know, having a human experience. So it's it, and and whether you're you know going for suffering or you're going for non-suffering, just either way. I mean. You know, all we all we do is attach ourselves to things, and we create suffering, as the Buddha says. And so, it's really clear. Uh, it's very, very clear. But at some point, um, you know, I, I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't be here talking to you about this. <laughs> that's for sure. And I wouldn't be able to share myself. You know, share what's share what appeared to be the worst time in my life. All of a sudden, becomes the most valuable time in my life. And this is what happens. Mm. Mm. Well said, man. Well said. Um, mm. Well, mate, that's about all I've got. I uh, appreciate your time and, and wisdom as always. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess the last thing I would ask of you is just, uh, you know, for a lot of people, this will probably be their first taste of, of really ripping in and, and challenge, challenging themselves and doing this kind of work, you know, what would you like to say to those people? Uh, I just, I mean, just keep an open mind. You know, this is what it is. It's all about. We can't graft new ideas onto a closed mind. We just can't do it. So if we like to be the change that we're wanting to see in the world, uh, there's some things that may need to change about how we are. And if you're open to doing the practices, that actually creates opening within. Yeah, come along. We'll do it gently. It's not about trying. It's just sitting yourself there to do the practice. That's all it is. It really seems absolutely, uh, you know, we're so effort-based in our culture. We're so achievement, goal-orientated, got to win kind of idea which is fine. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. But if we don't have an experience of ourselves that's different than that, well, you're in for a corrective experience at some point. So you can mitigate that by actually placing yourself in the practice. And we'll do it gently. Like I said, there will be um, guidance and we'll be on the journey together. Shredheads, waxheads, kooks and barnies, corn rinses and vortex shamans, high priests of the cone zone, holy women of the monstro orb. It's time to pack your sleds, your fishing rods, your camping gear and your froth bucket. Chuck it in the wagon, point the thing for Waves Campground Crescent Head, because this October 21 to 23, the first annual Swellness Summit, presented by Greenlight, is going down. It's a weekend of surfing connection, brotherhood and sisterhood of learning, listening, and their transference of wisdom 
from all corners of the surfing experience. The goal of the weekend is to arm you with the knowledge and the tools to make good choices, healthy choices, choices that benefit yourself and others to reconnect with the natural world and even improve your surfing. Once there, you'll experience the regenerative, the regenerative, the regenerative, fuck, the, the regenerative powers of meditation with a three-time world champion and all-time froth lord, Tom Carroll. You'll practice the martial arts techniques behind Brad Gerlach's wave key. You'll learn of resilience and mental fortitude from the Swellian Queens, Jodie Cooper and Pauline Mensah. And you'll pick up tips on permaculture and sustainable farming with Asher Pacey and Jarrah Tutton. Richie Vass will be there teaching discipline, self-defense techniques, and Johnny Gannon and others will be loading up the body if you want to get fit as well. Telling you, it's that and a whole lot more. We'll be doing giant Wim Hof workshops. Wait till you get a room full of 40 people on the Wim Hof program. Fully in, let it go. You'll never feel the same. You will just be buzzing out of your skin. We'll have ice bars on hand, live bands absolutely shredding, DJs kicking us into the night. Fucking oath, there will be dancing and a good old-fashioned send because it is a Swellian event after all. The Swellian Summit is a gathering of the tribe. We're going to load you up on the mana that you can take with you for the rest of your life to make good, healthy living a priority and hopefully share that wisdom that you've gained with other people in your hometowns. The inaugural Swellness Summit, presented by Greenlight, will take place this October 21 to 23. Tickets are available at theswellians.com. Get on it. They're selling fast. We'll see you there, Swellians and Swelliettes. Eat, pray, cone.